where all of your problems go away. Welcome to a new day with Mirror Talk with Malia. <laughs> did that just happen? I think it did. Yeah. Hey, babies. Thank you so much for tuning back in with another episode of Mirror Talk with Malia. I really appreciate each and every single one of you, and I hope you guys are having a beautiful day or a beautiful evening. Today, we're going to be talking about how to be alone, which I think is so important. And I honestly don't think a lot of people know how to do this, especially me. I, I, I was the worst at doing this for so long and I'm still learning slowly. Um, and I'm mainly talking about this right now because I'm currently in the process of like getting back into just being alone and not getting those good morning and good night messages and not having that idea in my head of me with somebody or me being with someone So I thought it would be perfect to talk about it this week because obviously, as some of you guys know, I wasn't able to put out an episode last week. I also didn't even put out a YouTube video last week. I just really needed some time to be alone. Yeah. So um, first and foremost, I want to state that I, and I think what a lot of people do, which prevents them for from being able to be alone is that we constantly jump in and out of relationships I am the biggest jumper I guess or hopper relationship hopper I used to never be single like especially all throughout high school I always had a boyfriend or I had a girlfriend and in college I stopped having like boyfriend and girlfriends but I would always be talking to someone I'd have like little flings and I would be about to date I'd be dating I date a lot um, but I've come to a point, I mean, a couple of months ago, I hit this point already. Um, when I got out of my last relationship, I was just like, no, I don't want to date anybody for a very long time. I want to be alone. I want to be alone. Um, however, <laughs> I always do meet beautiful people. And when I meet a beautiful person, I'm like, okay, well, what's the, what's the harm in getting to know them? But my heart is so big that anytime I even try to like semi get to know anybody, I'm always like, all right, well, we're in love now and we're going to be together forever. And lo and behold, (laughs) things don't always work out the way that you plan. So, um, currently I am working back on, or I'm getting back into my zone of just being alone and, and appreciating myself, my own energy. And honestly, like it was the weirdest thing because this last, not even breakup, cause we weren't even dating. Um, this last like fling that ended for me personally, like it was weird because for the first time, like, it wasn't like we hated each other. Like, we don't hate each other at all. Um, it was more like, let's be friends. Or and It was still hard because we do love each other and whatever. But we kind of knew that we just weren't for each other, which kind of made it more hard because, like, all my other breakups, I'd always, like, just, like, not like the person anymore. And I'm like, okay, bye. But, like, this time was the first time in forever I, I didn't have any beef with that person. And um, so we ended up just saying, okay, let's just be friends. And obviously things did change. Um, we definitely don't talk as much as we used to and da, 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 but I missed myself and I knew when we were talking, whatever, like I could feel myself slipping. And like the one thing I always said I wanted to work on was when I'm in a relationship, I don't want to lose myself, but I could already see in the back of my head, there was this little voice. that was like, why are you doing that? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you on the phone this long? Like, you shouldn't be on the phone right now. You need stuff. You have stuff to do. Like, and I would just constantly ignore it because I wanted to be around them or hear their voice or yada, yada. So that kind of showed me that not only was I not strong enough in my own boundaries yet, I also just wasn't supposed to be in a relationship. Honestly, I feel like at that time, because I haven't learned to fully just embody myself and be okay with being alone. Um, so yeah, like when it officially like ended or whatever, 
um, I got this feeling that was like bittersweet. I was like, okay, so I'm kind of sad or I'm definitely sad. I was crying a lot. I was like, yeah, I'm sad. But it was like this, I was like, I was excited. I was sad and excited because I knew that that pain like hurt, but I knew I was literally flourishing. Like I could just tell like a new version of me was coming, like a glow up was coming. And that's true. It's really weird how strong I feel right now. I guess it's not weird, but I love the fact that I feel so powerful. I feel so strong. I feel so myself. And like, I've been crying a lot recently, not because I'm sad, but because I'm like happy. Like I just, I'm so proud of myself and I'm literally, I'm like tearing up now. Like, I don't know what is, oh, I'm on, I'm on my period. So that's probably <laughs> a reason too. But literally like, I'm always crying. Cause I'm like, just so proud of myself. Like I'll get these moments of clarity that I haven't had in such a long time. I'll get these moments of just like, wow, I'm so content. I'm so happy and I'm alone. I don't need anybody. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not texting anybody. No one's calling me. I don't have to call anybody back. Like I'm just alone and it feels so good. And another thing I realized when I was going through this whole transition was a couple years ago, right when I graduated high school, Oh, I graduated high school, moved to New York so I could model, hated modeling, lasted only a few months, moved back home. Um, and right when I moved home, I decided to go and get my yoga license because I still had to wait for that semester to finish so I could start college. So I got my yoga instructing license. And I remember that was the happiest I had ever been in my life. That I was alone. I was single. I was doing yoga every day. I was drinking my water. I was so happy. I just remember I would wake up in the morning and my mind would be clear. I would go to bed at night and my mind would be clear. My 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 soul was at peace and I was just like connected to myself and I feel like the world and I just was so happy and it was like this type of happy that I, I don't know. I, I don't, the way I can explain it is I felt warm all the time. I was always happy. It didn't matter if someone was driving 20 and a 45 in front of me. Like I was so okay with that. I was just accepting everything. And when I, when I, when I was thinking about that recently, I was like, holy crap, like somewhere along the line, I guess of adulthood and going to college and trying to figure out, you know, my purpose in my life and what the heck I'm even doing. I lost that part of myself that was so happy and so free. And, and I just knew I was like, I want that back. I want her back. I miss me. I miss her. I miss my happy self. I don't want to be sad or stressed. I don't want to not trust in myself and in the world. I want me back. So when I kind of realized that I knew I had to start changing them, some things, you know, I realized, you know, not only was I just constantly entertaining other people, um, whether they were good energy or not entertaining people when you are, should be on your own journey of just like being alone and like just vibing in your own energy is, is, is kind of bad. Um, I believe in totally having friends and stuff, but I know that I hadn't found my person yet but I would still entertain people. It was the weirdest thing. Like I would always entertain people. Like, and I, and then when I would entertain them, I would get attached to them. And it wasn't even necessarily the person itself. It was the idea that I wouldn't be alone. And it was like, I could tell I was like running away from moments of silence. 
Like I was running at some point, like I would get into my car and I would have to blast music. I would go to bed. Like, it was like this weird thing that I noticed I started doing. And I was like, I was running away from my feelings. I was running away from just myself, I guess. And kind of, kind of having to confront everything that I had started to just like do every day, like being on my phone for hours, hours. And, you know, with the whole social media aspect of it. Um, I know some of you guys come from my TikTok or my Instagram, but, um, in the past few months I gained quite a bit of a following compared to what I ever had before. I think May I had 700 followers on Instagram. Um, if I got a hundred likes on one of my pictures, I was like, Oh my God, I'm famous. (laughs) So now it's definitely really different. And I won't even lie. Sometimes I notice that like it, it consumes parts of me or just all of me, to be honest. Like sometimes if I post a TikTok and it doesn't get as many views, I feel like my whole self, like I feel like I didn't do good enough or, you know, I'm not as good as I used to be. And it will give me so much anxiety that like, I will literally have to stay on my phone until I come up with a new idea or something else. I think people will like, so just kind of like all of that together. Um, and I I honestly think that's, what a lot of people stress about and worry about too. I think just all of it together, it was like a whirlpool that like sucked me in and I knew I was in it. And so do so many people. Like we know we're in toxic relationships. We know that we should be working on being alone. We know that we shouldn't be on our phone all day. We know that we should be eating healthier. We know that we should be being more productive, but there's this weird, like foggy, like haze. I feel like when you see yourself doing something, you know, you shouldn't do, but like getting the motivation to actually get out of that and change yourself is really, really hard. And the only way I've honestly ever been able to do it is when I go through like a breakup or I'm in pain. When I'm hurting, I, for some reason, that pain, it motivates me. You know, that like weight in my chest at the time, like it was like, holy crap, like I need to do better for myself. So I think it's really important to be alone. And I'm honestly so happy now. Like I'm, I'm just me. I'm just me. And I'm so fucking proud of that. Like, I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of everything I've done and who I've become and you should be too. So I wanted to talk about a few of the tricks and tips, I guess, of how to be alone. Cause I know it's so hard, um, especially if you've come out of a relationship or you're just always around friends and stuff like that. I think the one most important thing is saying no. And I am so bad at saying no. Like I'm so bad at making decisions too, but that's another topic. Um, saying no to just like people, like things that you don't want to do. Like I'm, I guess I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a people pleaser because like I'll, I only do what I want to do, I guess. But like, I can never say no to something. Like if someone's like, you want to go out? I'm like, sure. Like, but start saying no. I feel like that's the first thing. Like start saying no to people and things that you know might not be the best for you. It's that first, like just no, actually I shouldn't do that. Actually, I shouldn't drink tonight or do whatever you're about to do tonight. I think that's like so important to kind of, um, get in the habit of because you need to make sure that you're protecting energy. And like, once you are on this kind of journey to just love yourself, you will slowly start to see 
that other people are not doing the same thing. And like this journey of just being like completely yourself and just embody love can be kind of lonely because not a lot of people have the like actual capacity to understand what you're going through and understand the type of love journey that you're kind of on. Because I feel like if once you truly love yourself, you love everybody else equally. And if you look around our world today, no, a lot, not a lot of people are doing that. I mean, we're all divided. We all think that it's this person. Everyone's pointing the finger all the time. But I feel like once you truly just like transcend, like you see all the Buddhas, I don't know if you guys know about Buddhas and stuff, but all the Buddhas normally say the finger pointing at the moon isn't the moon. And most people, once they transcend, you know, they, they preach that like we are all one, you know? So I don't know. I feel like it can be kind of lonely because a lot of people don't have that same view, but I think it's really important to just say no, like say no, learn to say no, learn to protect your energy, um, and be okay to be alone because you are good enough all by yourself. And I used to be so bad at like understanding that, like I got my validation and my worth from other people. Like if I was dating somebody and like I was feeling like ugly or I felt like I looked like an ogre because that's like the thing. Like for me, like my like period symptom is that I feel like I look like a man. Like I just like I'm like I can't look at myself. I'm like, ew, no. So whenever I was dating someone, I would always be like, oh my God, like I feel like this. And they would be like, okay, you're pretty. And I'll be like, okay, cool, I'm pretty. And then I would run out my day thinking that I was pretty or whatever. But when you don't have somebody, you have to be able to tell yourself that you're pretty and like, you don't need anybody else. But I was constantly like needing other people. I would text my friends the minute anything happened. I would call my friends. I would talk to a boyfriend or a girlfriend that I was dating. I would ask, I would just always have to have somebody else there. Um, and then when you kind of just stop and you just enjoy the silence for a bit, you can most of the time, one, answer your own questions because I used to always ask for advice. Like even I would ask for advice and then most of the time go with my own gut feeling anyways. So people would always be like, why'd you even ask me? And I'm like, I don't really know, to be honest. I just feel the need to just like ask you. Um, so I think that just knowing like that you're okay by yourself, you're okay by yourself and you don't need validation from anybody or advice honestly, unless you really, really need advice. Most of the time you literally do not need to contact all these people. I'm not saying you can't have friends, obviously, but this is the whole podcast on how to be alone and be okay with that. You don't need anybody but yourself. And, um, I think that's honestly a beautiful thing. Another thing that they talk about, um, with being alone is creating something, create, 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 create. I don't care if you want to write a two second poem or like drum a little beat on the desktop or go paint something, even if it's a stick figure, creating is really, really important. And I know, I don't know, maybe just, this is just for me, but most of the time when I'm doing things like this and I have a day, right. And I'm alone and I'm single, I struggle with putting my phone down. Like I'll get up, I'll go to the gym and then I'll be on TikTok. TikTok, Instagram, social media. I'm always looking for people or I'll keep picking up my phone waiting for someone to text me. So that's still something I am getting out of the habit of doing. So I always have like a checklist for like my day and I have like a self-love section where I'll either have reading or journaling 
or painting or yoga. Like I'll have these little moments of myself in meditation. I'll have these little boxes and I have to check at least one, at least one, the bare minimum is one a day to make sure that I'm still on my path and I'm doing good and I'm taking care of myself. Um, so definitely create, avoid mindless consumption because that's what just like standing on your phone and sitting on your phone and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Like it's actually crazy. If you guys watch the documentary, oh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, the social dilemma. That is so crazy to me. Like seeing everything. And right now I'm also reading this book called the power of, Oh, not the power. I think it's just called, um, I forgot what it's called. It's called, Oh, I think it's called just like the power of meaning or finding meaning. And it literally has so many facts. Actually, I'm gonna have to pause you because we are going to go read them out. the use of antidepressants has risen 400%. These figures can't just be attributed to the increasing availability of mental health care. According to the World Health Organization, global suicide rates have spiked 60% since World War II. Some populations have been uh, particularly vulnerable. In the United States, the incident of suicide among 15 to 24-year-olds has tripled in the last half of the 20th century. Do we... Do we like hear that? When I read that, I was just like, holy shit. And just on that topic too, I feel like so many of us struggle with finding motivation and finding meaning and finding happiness. You know, I mean, I can only speak for myself personally, but me and a lot of my friends, we all suffer from depression and trying to stay motivated and trying to find what drives us. And I know it's so hard sometimes. And I feel like a big point of that is social media because now we're all young or however old you are the whole world kind of revolves around social media and it's all about what you look like and what you project and it can be really really overwhelming and it can make people feel like they aren't worthy or they're not good enough and it can make people really confused and it can make you question what you even want because most of us are doing a whole bunch of things that might not even make us happy because that's what we're supposed to be doing because that's what the world tells us we're supposed to be doing and it can just all be really overwhelming and I've taken a whole week to kind of like cleanse myself I was still on TikTok a lot but I was taking like this time to kind of just like get back into what I used to believe in and what I used to actually really project out into the world you know like I didn't want to be on my phone all the time and I didn't want to have to have somebody else to validate me I wanted to just do it all by myself and alone until I found that right perfect energy for me that I could vibe with for the rest of my life so I feel like a big part of all of this is accepting the silence and not running from your your past and your trauma and your feelings and emotions. I feel like all of this helps you accept that feeling of being okay by yourself. You know, you don't have to have a distraction, baby. You just sit in your own energy because it's precious. It's beautiful. Nothing in this world is like you. You are special and every single one of you has so much to offer and bring to the table. But sometimes we let our own shine be dulled by, you know, our past or people that we're just distracting ourselves with things, you know, like we can 
really lose sight of what's important when we aren't taking care of ourselves. And I think enjoying the silence and enjoying time by yourself and learning to be alone is honestly one of the biggest pillars of just living a happy life. Um, Also, on that note too... I think it's really important and I wanted to start including challenges that I add in like every single podcast episode and my challenge to you this week my beautiful is to take yourself out okay I don't know if that's going on a lunch date or you know taking yourself to breakfast I don't know if that's making a picnic at the beach for yourself or buying yourself some flowers but please do something this week date yourself this week you know treat yourself how you would want somebody else to treat you, your future person to treat you. Go and take yourself out. Go get cute. Get dolled up for yourself, baby. Put on the nice lingerie. Get some perfume for yourself. I challenge you to completely just be yourself and take yourself on a date. Go bring a book. Go just like write in your journal. Do whatever you want to do. But I really challenge you to take yourself on a date and like totally tag me because I would love to see it. Another little note that I wanted to just leave you guys with because I, when I read this part of the book that I'm reading, it made me like tear up every, I mean, like I told you I'm crying all the time nowadays, but like not bad crying, good crying, like, like peaceful crying, like happy crying. Um, but so I don't know if any of you guys know, but one of my favorite books is called The Little Prince. I read this a couple years ago and it's just always my favorite book. My grandfather bought it for me. So it's very close to my heart, very special to me. Definitely recommend the read. But in this book that I'm reading, The Power of Meaning, The author talks about this book. Um, They talk about The Little Prince in a different aspect than kind of how I read it because there's so many different ways you can view situations depending on your environment at the time. But um, so it talks about this part in the book where I'll, I'll give you a little background. The Little Prince is a little boy who's on this planet and it's his own planet and he walks around the planet every day and he tends to the flowers and the weeds and the garden basically. So one day he's walking and he finds a rose and he's never seen anything like this rose before because they're not on his planet. And so he walks up and he starts talking to her and taking care of her and she's very needy and very vain and only talks about herself and is always complaining about something. So eventually, after, you know, watering her and taking care of her and protecting her from like the storms and whatnot, he goes very weary of her because she kept complaining. So he decides to leave his planet and go explore the universe and explore other planets. So basically throughout the story, he kind of just like planned the hops and meets a whole bunch of different people, learns a whole bunch of different lessons. But at the end of the story, he ends up on Earth. When he's on Earth, he finds a rose garden. And once he finds a rose garden, he walks through and he's like, wow, I thought my rose was special. But my rose isn't the only rose out there. There's so many other roses. And a little fox runs along and comes up to him and goes, wait a minute. Just because there's more than one rose in the world, that doesn't make your rose any less special. He was like, you've tended to your rose, you've nurtured your rose, you care for your rose, and your rose is your responsibility. And that's what makes your rose special. And honestly, that just made me start crying because I was like, oh my God, like you're a rose and I'm a rose. We are our own rose. And sometimes for me personally, life can get overwhelming And I can feel very alone. And I know that maybe you do too. And when I just read that, I got so happy because I was like, wow, like each and every single one of us is so precious and we mean so much. And everything that we do and have done and everything that we've overcome and everything that we've grown from, it just makes life 
worth living. It, it It's like, it's meaning, you know? And I just thought that was so beautiful. And I just was so happy. And I now always, I call myself a rose. I say, good morning, rose. Good morning, rose. I give my rose water. I talk to my rose. I send my rose to yoga class. I work out my rose. I make my rose journal. I make my rose smile. I make my rose feel beautiful as should you. So baby, I'm going to leave it at that. Please, please, please protect your rose, protect yourself, love yourself, learn to be alone, learn to be happy and don't run. I can't, I cannot stress this enough. Don't run from any of the feelings you might be feeling. Like really sit down and check in with yourself. Are you okay? Are you, are you, are you where you want to be? Are you doing what you need to do? Are you making sure that you're happy? Are you making sure that you're okay? Because I hope you are. Because you deserve to have your own back. And a lot of us don't. A lot of us are worried about so many other things that we never really stop to just listen to what our heart needs and what our soul needs and what our body needs. So I hope that after this, you really sit down and just tune in and accept the silence, baby. That's beautiful. Just as you are. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Now it's time to say goodbye, but you're a queen and so am I. <laughs> go queenies, hey, hey, go queenies, hey, hey, go queenies, hey, hey. I just bodied that outro, bro. <laughs> Bye.